Hi, I'm Rev Myron. I'm a minister through Pathways of Light, and I've been a Course student, Course in Miracles student, for 40 years. One of the things that I do every year for the last several years, I've been doing this, is I read the lessons, I ask for clarity, and then I write whatever comes into my mind. Um, what This is what I'm going to talk about today would be Lesson 7. I see only the past. This idea is particularly difficult to believe at first, yet it is a rationale for all the preceding ones. It is a reason why nothing that you see means anything. It is a reason why you have given everything you see all the meaning it has for you. It is a reason why you do not understand anything you see. It is a reason why your thoughts do not mean anything and why they are like the things you see. It is a reason why you're never upset for the reason you think. It is a reason why you're upset because you see something that is not there. Jesus is showing us how all the previous lessons rest on this one that says we see only the past. The past doesn't exist, obviously, except as we hold it in memory. This is good news, because what I have discovered is that if I forgive an idea, I lose interest in it. And then I no longer use it to decide what anything means. In the meantime, those ideas I have not forgiven, that is not let go, linger. As long as I keep them alive in my mind, they will prevent me from knowing the present moment. Paragraph two, old ideas about time are very difficult to change because everything you believe is rooted in time and depends on you not learning these new ideas about it. Yet, that is precisely why you need new ideas about time. This first time idea is not really so strange as it may sound at first. <laughs> Jesus is making a play on words there. Paragraph three, look at a cup, for example. Do you see a cup or are you merely reviewing your past experience of picking up a cup? Being thirsty, drinking from a cup, feeling the rim of a cup against your lips, having breakfast and so on. Are not your ascetic reactions to the cup too based on past experiences? How else would you know whether or not this kind of cup will break if you drop it? How do you know about this cup except what you learned in the past? You would have no idea what this cup is except for your past learning. Do you then really see it? Look about you. This is equally true of whatever you look at. Acknowledge this by applying the idea for today indiscriminately to whatever catches your eye. For example, I see only the past in this pencil. I see only the past in this shoe. I see only the past in this hand. I see only the past in that body. I see only the past in that face. Paragraph five, do not linger over any one thing in particular 
but remembered to omit nothing specifically. Glance briefly at each subject and then move on to the next. Three or four practice periods, each to last a minute or so, will be enough. Clearly, this is a gentle beginning of a change of mind. We're not asked to see the body or the pencil differently. We're just asked to note that what we are seeing, that we are seeing only the past in these objects. When I think of the past, I automatically think that it doesn't exist. I know the past doesn't exist, and to think that it does makes no sense. I understand that even the past that I hold in my memory is not the past that happened. Rather, these memories are just a past as I interpreted it according to other past memories. When I talk to family about some past memory we share, I often discover that we don't share the same memory of the past event at all. I remember it one way, they remember another way. That is because everything we see here is an illusion that we experience according to our past illusions all the way back to the tiny mad idea. Here's an interesting exercise. It is to think of someone you know well and have known over a period of time. I've done this using my children. When I look at my child, what I see is a mixture of a thousand memories. Even that is what they were according to my interpretation of those memories. But for this experiment, I chose something different. I set an intention to meet them without their past. So I wondered, who is this right in this moment? When I visited her, I tried to set all aside. I looked at her as if I didn't know who she was, as if I don't know her past. I wanted to see her as she is now, today, in this moment. It was still, it would still be my interpretation of what I saw, of course. But it was different than when I began the visit thinking she was what I knew of her past. I will tell you, this was hard to sustain, but it was also very informative. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, come back tomorrow and let's look at lesson eight.